76th episode of the Mander Podcast. I'm your co-host, Roger Bodie, joined as always with my best friend, another co-host, Michael Hamilton. Michael, I quit. Okay, <laughs> hey, I thought we were going to do a full episode, or not a full episode, at least uh, a partial episode before you... Wait, come back. <laughs> all uh, right, all right. I'll give an explanation. I figure, I figure we owe it to people. <laughs> no uh, mic drop moment. No mic drop. Yeah. So you are you are stepping away, but uh, at least we're gonna do this little a little episode first, right? Yeah, this little finale, final. See you later, Wraith Cowboy. Yeah. In honor of Cowboy Bebop. I, I now know this reference because you uh, told me what it meant. Uh, yeah, you should watch the uh, the anime. You should. It's a good one. It's a space western. It's like cowboys in space. Okay, maybe. Maybe at some point I'll check it out. And it's got one of the bangingest opening theme tracks of all time. It's so good. Okay. I'd sing it, but I couldn't do it justice. It's just too good. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, it's hard to do an anime opening justice by saying it. Well, it's in English. It's just like it's just it's just like a jazz orchestral thing more so than anything like that. Okay. I think it starts out. Come on, everybody, let's get this thing down. Ready, three, two, one, let's do it. And All then right, it kicks off with the jazz thing. I'll have, I'll have to go let's check get... it out after this. <laughs> yeah. So. I tried casting this past weekend, and casting was fine. I didn't love it, and I didn't hate it. Uh, But while I was away from home, some personal issues popped up on top of many other personal issues I've been having over the past six months now on top of law school and on top of not loving flesh and blood anymore at the moment. It's just not... The, the, the spark's not there and I could keep showing up week after week, phoning it in and just being like, Oh, here, welcome to the podcast, flesh and blood. Yay. <laughs> like that's, that's not good for me. It's not good for Michael. It's not good for you. It's not good for anybody when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not. Right. So that's what not you what we're going to do. All this, Michael. Are you replacing me? Uh, are thought, you are you kicking me off? Are you going to start the Eminem cast with Michael Fung or? No. So basically, I I don't know what I want to do in the future. At some point in the distant time, maybe we'll come back and do something. Maybe I'll do another podcast with somebody else. But I'm not ready to start basically a new podcast or something with someone else right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Take some time. I'm just going to put my head down and grind for Worlds. And then after Worlds, there's the Realm game thing that I need to get ready for. And then after that, I'll probably just take a break from Flesh and Blood for a little while. Because my usual pattern with games is I usually like play a game pretty seriously for three months to a year, somewhere in that frame, time window frame thing. And then I take some time off. And since we started the podcast, I don't think I've stopped playing Flesh and Blood because we started a little over two years ago. We played for like six to 
nine months before we started the podcast. And that's usually I think like, you took off like December last year. I think you played like almost no flesh and blood in the month of December after Worlds. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I still I just did coaching sessions and the podcast basically. I didn't really play any, but I wasn't able to like remove myself from the game as much as I really intended to. Right. Or yeah. Would have if I didn't have these other responsibilities related to the game. And so I think maybe at some point I will go back, get back into content creation. Um, but for now, I'm I'm just gonna focus on playing the game that I I still like the game quite a bit. I have been down about Lexi being the best deck for a while, but even Lexi was still fun to play when you got down to it. It was just the same, and yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and it's one thing when. So let's say you and I are frustrated with the particular state of flesh and blood for one reason or another based on um, whining or things like that over the past (laughs) eight, nine months, whatever. At least if we weren't making content or seen as community figures or anything like that, we could just step away and be like, ah, screw it. Okay. Have fun playing your stupid Lexi mirrors, idiots. I'm I'm, I'm just going to go do any, anything else with my time than play rain razors and three of a kind. Something, something Jeff off a cliff. Yeah. Now, (laughs) (laughs) but we can't, we're beholden to whatever the game presents for us, uh, better or worse. And, over the past eight months or so, nine months, year, for me personally, I felt the game has presented me with many more negatives than positives in terms of what the metas looked like, what set releases have looked like, what has been viable and not viable. And it's at a point where I just, I, I just don't, particularly care about the game at the moment i do say drafting is sweet i like drafting bright lights but as far as like i was even looking at the meta or future meta after post lexi and i was looking like okay let's let's look at a cool new hero we could play let's let's try to think sit down and think of something fun and that could be tier one and we can go and potentially win a tournament with you know what i did i brewed great axe bolton and that's not tier one and that's not gonna win any matters or anything <laughs> like that that's just that's not a real deck and you know that's fine like my favorite hero doesn't have to be tier one and somebody else's favorite hero i'm sure will be tier one after this meta and a lot of people's favorite hero and lexi was their favorite he- like tier one in the best deck for eight months and good for them but now lexi's about a living legend and they'll have to find something else to do and yeah really i miss talents we were talking about that this morning like talents were sweet i loved talents just what a cool extra layer and system in the game and that's just then and that's i'm sure that's a small part of why i'm not as satisfied with the game because there was when we started you know it was right after monarch right in tales of aria and there's this cool elemental system and talents and this is the future and then then after that we get everfest and starbo more talents more elemental support then we get uprising and then there's draconic and the sweet new ice wizard and never again they haven't there's never been another talent ever ever after uh, that we got the emperor the draconic 
I even like the Emperor. I thought I thought that was going to be the future of Flesh and Blood, where they would start hybridizing class Classes. and warrior and talents and that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's been the opposite, where they're they super restricted. I guess we got the dual class things in Outsiders, but even that isn't. I guess just the the overall flavor of it so just isn't appealing to me as much as I thought it might be beforehand. I guess. Yeah, I, I think Outsiders was a a solid set. I think it was, it was cool. And if it was the one non talented set and like, uh, a small like a it was like in a sea of talented sets and they're like and here's Outsiders we're trying split class no talents and seeing how it goes and they go back to talents then. I think it would have gone over better, but I guess Dust Till Dawn was talented, but it doesn't. <laughs> Not new it doesn't feel like a. It doesn't feel like a. It didn't feel like we got a set of content really, because none of that is not basically nothing from Dust Till Dawn is competitive or in the part of the meta game. So it, other than Warmonger's diplomacy, so that that didn't feel like. A big set release and then bright lights is one one class and not talented too so i just the drafting format is good but, but yeah i like outsider's draft and i like bright lights draft but uh, yeah that's for sure so i guess ultimately the what i do want to say is i i have really enjoyed making making the podcast over it's all like a whole year and a half now it's been a long we've been doing this for quite a while um longer than that oh uh, yeah i guess a year and a half we started when austin was born and he's 18 months so yeah 18 yeah months. so it has been a really good time i have no regrets even though things are ending sometimes it's just time for for things to end and it was a really good experience and i appreciate everyone that has supported us and followed us and has kind of been along for the ride <laughs> yeah yeah and importantly, in case anybody's wondering about this, Michael and I, I believe, are still best friends. We won't be co-hosts anymore. We're leaving that aspect. <laughs> but our, this isn't damaging our friendship or anything like that. If anything, it might improve our friendship because instead of recording Flesh and Blood on Tuesday nights, we can just hang out and play Street Fighter or Flesh and Blood or Sorcery or have dinner and play group games with our wives and stuff like that yeah. on I got, Tuesday nights. I got a me and Casey got a new board game called Everdale that I was thinking maybe we could bring over sometime and play with the four of us. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm all down for that. And you know, in six months, Austin will probably be functional enough that the five of us can play Candyland or something like that. I, I imagine you're amazing Candyland. <laughs> it's a Wait, deep do you make innovative any decisions game. In Candyland? You get to I think you draw a card and touch. do whatever it says. Yeah, you, you get to pick the top part of the deck to draw it. It's a very meaningful decision <laughs> to pick the card up, look at it. And then do the thing. Go go that many spaces. Okay, okay. I I might sit out Candyland, but <laughs> <laughs> I think Austin's going to be great at Candyland. So it's it's, okay. it's fine. If okay. you don't want to lose to a two year old, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put that many decisions in a game before I'm interested, but there has to be more than zero. <laughs> that's fair. That's my zero. rule. That's, that's, it is kind of sweet on paper, though, that they designed a zero decision game for children. Like, cool. <laughs> that's interesting. Mm -hmm. maybe one day flesh and blood will be a zero decision game 
you know? No, don't say that. I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> that's, that's the level of complexity down ramp they want to go to. They've been winding down mm-hmm. on complexity. Eventually, it'll just turn into candy. <laughs> I didn't think their goal was to decrease complexity. I think it was just to, to decrease agency or increase variance, which I think are the same thing. Decrease agency and increase variance. I don't know. The power, whatever that subjectively means to whoever it may be, the power's cool. But yeah. Uh, Touching on casting one last time. I don't know that even if I wasn't stopping away from the podcast, I would cast again. Because even on the podcast, I have to pull. I, I I always say like I want to be me, and I want to say what I want to say. I still can't say a hundred percent of the things I want to say on the podcast. <laughs> it's not a real uh, unfiltered conversation between Michael and I. Those sound a bit different and have a bit more f bombs. And if you want to hear me whine, you don't even know the levels of whininess that I can get reach my peak. My peak whine is, is <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on a casting. I have to be even less of myself, I felt. And that's not fun. And I get that the real me is not something that a lot of people want to deal with or interact with or people think is very negative. But, you know, at the end of the day, I am who I am. And I will find people who want to interact with me in the limited basis that they do. I know I can be a lot, but I still find good people to surround myself nonetheless. And I think at the end of the day, I have a good heart and care and try to represent the best in the people around me, despite my trolley and over the top hyperbolic nature. But I get that when you're just seeing some guy on a screen or bitching on twitter that that's not really what you're seeing or representing or getting so at least i get to be me in the more genuine spaces where i feel loved and supported i guess at at the end of the day yeah it's easy for you michael you're just a peach 100 percent of the time it's easy for you to be yourself 100 percent of the time because you're just a genuinely nice peachy person all the time must be nice. sometimes i get grumpy too Grump. Not as often. But I get grump sometimes. <laughs> if you say so. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> You've seen me grumpy before. Yeah, but like your grumpiness is still like me on like a medium day, you know? Your word's not mine. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So. I guess then the last thing is this isn't like goodbye forever. One day we might pick this thing back up. I might be interested in coming back to flesh and blood or flesh and blood. And my life might not be on fire a hundred percent of the time constantly with constant family and loved one issues and law school issues and baby not issues, but, you know, raising a small child and things like that. Like that should get easier as he gets older, if he goes to school and daycare and things like that. And I won't always be an L1 in law school, which is the hardest part of law school from what I understand with my schedule dictated to me. It just, it just was a lot. And at the end of the day, 
it's better to do this, like I said, than to just keep on doing it and then really burning out, hating the game, becoming a force that's genuinely actually toxic. So mm-hmm. it's better than the alternative still, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good run and it's time for it to end. For or now. Pause, at least. Pause. Question mark. <laughs> Question <Ellipses>. mark. <laughs> there might be a 77th episode one day, just not next week. Mm-hmm. not next month maybe next Probably. year oh, ne- maybe okay maybe next year that sounds like a good time frame maybe yeah. 2024 yeah who knows what's gonna happen possibly yeah <laughs> that's too far away when i even think about like the past year my, i've only lived in this house for a year can you think about that that's like i feel like i've lived here forever i this has yeah. been my austin's already like a year old, one and a half years old, like I've been saying, but it's also feel like I've had him for forever now at this point. Just time is just so weird as you get older, man. Yeah, and we, we've only been playing Flesh and Blood for a little over two years. It feels like it's been a part of my life forever. And at the same time, I feel like it was just yesterday <laughs> when we were just hopping on a last minute flight to go to the suite calling in <laughs> Orlando. Like, oh, wait, we did. We, there's a calling in Orlando that's class constructed and nobody knows how to play old time. Wow, that sounds like a good thing to do last minute. And I play Bolton anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But we, we didn't oh. know anything. We'd only been playing ZC for like two weeks. And we already knew we, that everybody else was playing CC wrong. <laughs> or you did, at least. <laughs> ball lightning. Nice ball lightning. Here's my winner's winner. Take a frostbite. <laughs> four and a fro- frosty four. <laughs> Channel like frigid. Oh, what's that? You have two blues in your whole deck? Okay, cool. Nice. Good luck playing the game, Briar. I miss winner's whale. <laughs> we all miss winner's whale. Deep down inside. Except that card guy had to get banned because it was too good. Well, also old time living legend, so it would have been gone anyway by now. But. Yeah, you can't play old time in living legend, but you can sure play winner's whale. I guess you can't play old time, but you shouldn't. It's it's a technically <laughs> a legal decision to make. It's <laughs> something you could theoretically do if you yeah, really wanted you can't to find play. Your- Endless Winner? I was trying to think of what his specialization was. Endless Winner. Yeah, Endless Winner sick against Lexi. <laughs> it's like fine against Prism, but it doesn't matter because you could never win that matchup in a million years anyways. Yeah, if you want to beat Prism star, with, with an Elemental Guardian, Starvo is your better bet, but it's not a great bet. It's like fine into chain, kind of. Like you can't shackle. Without getting I mean, they one can make a shackle. They just have to. They just have to pay one, one extra resource. <laughs> ah, even when we're saying goodbye, we have to talk about flesh and blood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you so, know what? We're not talking about how fun it was to get hit with an infecting shot, endless arrow, rain razors, a million times in a row. That's that. That's not what we're fondly reminiscing about at the moment. Although I guess that was just happening last weekend. So, yeah, we can reminiscent reminisce over putting. Endless Maw or whatever. Not Endless Maw. What's what's the ch- Void Wraith in our chain decks? That was a good time. Yeah. I love Void Wraith. Maybe next year in 2024, I'll come back and I'll be like, oh, remember when Lexi was doing Endless Arrow Rain Razors? Remember then? Remember when that was fun? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one last thing I want to add is 
you're stepping away from the game. I, I think what has kept me in the game for so long outside of the podcast is the Wolfpack. I still have the Wolfpack. I'm going to stay with them and keep doing tournaments with them probably. So I probably should have said that earlier when I was talking about what my plans are, but you're not going to go to the runaways now. You're not going to run away to the runaways. <laughs> no, no, I have gotten closer with a lot of the runaways guys in the last few weeks in Dallas and, uh, yeah, St. Louis. They're, a good, they're a good group of guys except yeah, for Lucas, but he's like 17. So it's hard to be a good person when you're 17. You know, I like Lucas. I know. I like Lucas too, but <laughs> <laughs> I have to get some last minute trolling in before, uh, before it's all done and over. <laughs> I want to go out my way, baby. That way I can all right. for, look back and agree with Frank Sinatra. I'm sure Just most of our audience gets that reference, but I did not. I know you didn't, buddy. It's okay. I'll keep making lots of references in our friendship, <laughs> even off the air that you won't get, and I'll explain to you someday. You didn't even get the good. See You Later Wraith Cowboy reference. Oh, yeah, because you didn't watch Cowboy Bebop, but we talked about Cowboy Bebop at this beginning. And now it's all come full circle. It has. It has. Ready to wrap things up? Yeah. Well, next time, I see you, Space Cowboy. Always remember, mind your manners.